Hello and welcome to another episode. My name is Chris and again thank you for being here when you could be anywhere else. I'm honored. All right, today we are receiving a very good news from another country. <laughs> I have Reverend Louise okay on the line. Um hello Rev, thank you for joining us. Uh, sorry we lost you there. Uh hello Chris. Thank you for inviting me to this special program. I'm excited to be here. Oh, what a blessing. Okay, so uh, before we, we go on, um, uh, I wanted you to talk to us briefly about uh, where you are, um, what's going on there, and just a little bit about um, where you are, please. Oh, okay. So currently, I mean, uh, I've been a missionary moving around. So currently, I'm in Cote d'Ivoire and precisely uh, Boaké. Uh, within some few two three months to come, I think I'll be clocking uh, five years in this country and and working. Wow. It's been a, it's been a blessing so far, oh, and we are wow. pushing on to do something small for God. Oh, wow. that's five solid years in another country. Yeah. So um, how how is Boake compared to your, your your the other places that you have been as a missionary? Idea. Okay, listeners, we seem to have lost Rev. Uh, Hello. Okay, I'm on. Yes, yes, I'm yes. Here. Yes. Uh, yeah. I was saying that uh, per your question, different countries and uh, their way of life, their lifestyle, and how they perceive things. So, of course, different countries and how the mission goes. Okay. Or so if I compare. Nigeria, where I was for almost uh, seven years. Mm -hmm. I compare Nigeria to Cote d'Ivoire. The two different countries are totally different. Okay. Uh, for example, uh, an average Nigerian believes in God, mm -hmm. even to the point that they believe in tithing and giving of offerings, even though they don't go to church. Mm -hmm. You see. So, for example, I met I met some guys who are into this 419 Yahoo, and I, I had a conversation with them trying to preach to them. They told me, Pastor, we know we know God, or we know, but you see, then the Nigerian uh, broken English. You see, Pastor, we go we go enjoy small. You know, I, I know you know how it is now. But they told me, they told me that Pastor, every Sunday or any time we are able to dupe any person to get money. We go to church, we give our offerings, and we give our tithes. Wow. I said, wow. Then I said to myself, many Christians are even in the church who are preaching about tithes. They don't even believe it. But that's another message altogether. Uh, so comparing it over here, here, uh, they are more into enjoyment. Laissez, hmm. plaisir. So just enjoy time, everybody's happy. Little children can have a birthday party all night. I'm talking about little children from even nine years. Mm. The parents can have all night. I've witnessed it many times with them. And it's, it's the, the gospel to penetrate into their heart is so difficult and challenging as compared to Nigeria. Mm. If, you, if you mention uh, fornication is bad, it's like, what are you talking about? You are taking... <laughs> 
think through problems. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's, it's totally different. They don't know why they should go to church. They don't believe in all the order they want is to just sit around whether in the afternoon or in the evening and they're happy. One of the commonest things you see here is smoking. I call it ice, uh, fine ice. Fine ice? Yeah. It's in Ghana, it's difficult to see somebody smoking. Yeah. But here, the age, as low as nine years, you see them on the streets smoking. It's, 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 it's common and you can't walk from one place less than 50 meters that you know see somebody smoking or you know smell smoke. Uh, yeah. so the ground is totally different from Nigeria, but we are winning. Yeah. The power of God is able to overcome and to break into the heart of men and to change them. So keep Amen. keep preaching. Amen. Wow. And the first time I saw a smoking smoking section. I mean, there are places designated for smoking, and where I am too. And I was like, wow. Well, every country is different, as you mentioned, and uh, it's it's such a blessing. God bless you for what you're doing, um, living with the people, loving them, and still uh, spreading the gospel, doing your best for the Lord. Uh, we know that God will bless you and anybody involved in such a work. Amen. Amen. So, uh, I think I will, I will let, I'll just let you... You are starting a series, right? You're going to start a series, and um, I think yeah. I will just already... Everywhere, so leave you to uh, take us through um, if you're ready. So, ladies and gentlemen, Reverend Louis Moge, <laughs> let's go. Oh, once again, it's a blessing. Thank you so much, Brother Chris, and uh, our listeners out there. God bless you for coming online, and those who will listen afterwards want to say God bless you. And anytime you get come in contact with the message. Please spread it around also for many others to benefit from it. Um, It's a blessing. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for another great opportunity to hear your word. Sweet Holy Spirit, influence every word that comes from my mouth. Let it be anointed. Let it touch the heart of everyone that comes into contact with these words. Let it bring a healing. Let it bring a change. Let it bring a transformation. And let it bring out passion for the things of the kingdom. We thank you, Jesus, for this great opportunity in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So, uh, yes, I'm, I'm want to do my best to uh, do a series, and I believe that we'll be able to continue another time. Um, I'm blessed. Uh, maybe I, I didn't mention it earlier, but I'm, I'm a blessed child of. My father in ministry, Bishop Dr. Ward Mills, uh, the renowned evangelist all over the world, going about many souls. I'm privileged to be his spiritual son and giving me the opportunity to be in Cote d'Ivoire and moving around, spreading the gospel. So I honor him and I thank him so much for obeying the call. And through him, we can also do something for God. And by his grace also, he has written so many books. And today, I'm going to share from one of his powerful books titled, Make Yourself Saviors of Men. It's, it's, it's a blessing. And as I started earlier, 
talking about and comparing uh, two countries when it comes to the gospel. Uh, unless you find yourself in that situation before you really understand why we really to, need to become saviors of men. Uh, let me read a scripture, then we'll pick it up from there. And so today I'm preaching about make yourselves saviors of men. Make yourselves saviors of men. In Obedah chapter 1 verse 21, the Bible says that, And saviors shall come up on Mount Zion to judge the mounts of Esau, and the kingdom shall be the Lord's. Amen. I read it again. It said, And saviors shall come up. Saviors shall come up. The Amplified says, And deliverers shall come up. So saviors are deliverers. And the job of a deliverer is to bring somebody out from a difficulty, a challenge, a problem. So God is expecting us to become saviors, saving people from their destruction, saving people who are on their way to destruction, saving people who have missed their road, saving people who are off course from their destiny that God has planned for them. Amen. You see, so Obera gave this great prophecy of coming of saviors. And who are these saviors? Jesus, yeah, Jesus Christ was the savior of the world, which all of us knows that he was born in the city of David, a savior, which is Christ the Lord. That is Luke chapter 2, verse 11. You see, so that was the main assignment for Jesus coming to the world, to come and save the world. You see, so we becoming his children through accepting Jesus as our Lord and personal Savior, we automatically became saviors. But the question is, how many are doing this work? We are supposed to do the work of saving men. It means we are supposed to save men. Hallelujah. We are supposed to preach the gospel and share the love of Jesus everywhere. You see, many, 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 many Christians are just uh, relaxed about all this uh, saving of men, preaching the gospel. They, they are just enjoying the nice messages being preached every Sunday by their pastors and things. They are enjoying it. It's good. It's good, you see. But we are getting to time where God is expecting us to come out from this comfort zone of being relaxed and enjoy prosperity message, receive it, I see you having a car, receiving prophecy, your phone numbers are being mentioned by the prophets, your, your, <laughs> your account number is being mentioned, who the name of the person you are going to be married to is being mentioned. It's all great. You see, it's all great. But many people have forgotten that so many people have not heard the gospel in a certain way and in a certain sense. And as a result of that, many are on their way to hell. While many people are Christians and they are not ready to come and join the army of saving men. 
Amen. And when I talk about saving men, I mean men, women, children, and all. Hallelujah. Amen. Jesus died on the cross 2,000 years ago. But many people do not know what happened on the cross. And it's amazing. That reminds me in the year 2009 when I was in Nigeria, precisely in the north, Niger states. I went around one Saturday and I was going about preaching. And I met a young guy and I was talking to him about Jesus. He asked me, who is Jesus? He said he has not heard the name Jesus before. I said, wow. So I began to talk to him about Jesus. You see, and it was so surprising. Yes, he could be, he's in the north, but there are churches there. But the people are comfortable in their rooms. They are comfortable in their churches. Where he was living, there are churches around. But here is the case, this gentleman has never heard about Jesus. And the Bible says in Romans chapter 10, verse 14 to 15, the Bible says that, How then shall they call on him whom they have not believed? This, this is one of my favorite scriptures. And it says, And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? See those questions that Paul was asking. And how shall they hear without a preacher? How shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall they preach except they are sent? As it's written, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good news. You see, but the point I want to make is that how shall they hear without a preacher? And we are saying that many people in the world have not heard about Jesus. They have not heard about the cross. They don't know anything about their salvation. Let us not forget. They are hearing other things anyway. <laughs> they are hearing so many things. You see, but they have not heard about Jesus. Many people, yes, we go to school, we learn the basic history of things. Why do we learn history? We learn history to know about our past. What people have experienced before we get to know. And those histories help us to shape in our future. Help us to take better decisions if you really want to benefit from history. Because from history, you get to know the good and the bad. And one of the greatest things that has ever happened on earth is our Father sending His only begotten Son, Jesus to come on this earth to die for our sins. It is a great thing that many people, everybody on this earth must hear about this, must know about Jesus coming on to, into this world to come and die for that person. People need to be saved. And how can they hear except you in the church listening to me? Except you, rise up and go out there and preach. You see, many people give the excuse that, oh, I, 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 I cannot preach, I don't know anything. I, I get surprised because many of these people who say, I don't know anything, are very intelligent students. <laughs> they have been to university, they have learned, and they have been able to pass difficult exams. <laughs> but they don't want to sit down and learn the Bible and preach. 
Is it not amazing, my brother Chris? They are, they are ready to do PhD with the brain that God has given to them. But they are not ready to sit down and learn the Bible so that they'll be able to preach. And they allow Satan to deceive them and say that, oh, I don't know what to go and say. How will you know what to go, what to say if you don't sit down and study the Bible? The way you bend the night candles to study to pass all the difficult exams. You cannot do that to sit and study. What about the messages you have heard other pastors preach? Have you taken your time to soak in the messages, to watch the videos, to acquire some knowledge so that you can also be a preacher? Stop deceiving yourself and stop allowing Satan to deceive you that you don't know what to say because he has made you to not have interest in studying the Bible, in reading and uh, books in, in listening to messages so that you can be the preacher that God has called you to be. Being a preacher here doesn't mean you have to become a bishop, a reverend, a, or to be officially called a pastor. The very day you became born again, that was the day you became a preacher. That was the day God called you. They say many are called, so which means you have been called from the day you became born again and you have been assigned and commissioned to go out there and preach the gospel. Hallelujah. Amen. So as I said, many people are not aware. You see, so we need as Christians, as I'm, I'm, I'm getting to the end of this message because it's an introduction. I want to encourage everybody out there. Time is running out. You cannot keep on giving an excuse. You cannot keep on saying, you don't know what to say. Because you are intelligent. You know what to say and you can have many things to say if you sit down to study and to listen to messages. Because many people are perishing. Recently, let's, let's, let's look at what happened in, in, in Brazil. A, a, a church member showed, me on, uh, showed it to me on TikTok. I didn't believe it. I said, oh, I, 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 I don't think so. But later, I was also checking another TikTok. Um, I think on my phone also. Then I saw it. Then I went to CNN and I read about it. I said, ah, so that thing is true. They actually did this. Even though the flood came and people linked it to it, it could be true, it could not be true. But whatever the case, what the cannibal or whatever they call it portrayed could see that people need the gospel. It showed that people doesn't understand and they have not heard about Jesus but they are hearing other things and the more you hear something you begin to believe it so they have heard that thing what they portrayed on that particular day they have heard it so many times which means that Satan has sent his preachers and they are preaching and they are believing in it, they are believing in it, they keep on hearing the same thing, how powerful Satan is, how powerful Satan is, Satan is this, Satan is that, they are preaching to them. And you call yourself a Christian, then you are, in a, you are in a hurry to come and put it on TikTok to criticize them, that look at what they are doing, look at what they are doing, have you done what you are supposed to do? <laughs> you are in a hurry to put it on TikTok. And say, look at what people are doing. They are doing what they are doing because of lack of knowledge. The people perish. A 
and you are having the knowledge and you are sitting down you are only receiving you are only praying for God to bless you have you prayed for them in your own family have you preached to them you carry the Bible on your phone have you preached to anyone about it or you are in a hurry to criticize those who are drinking those who are smoking those who are fornicating is it what you are using your energy for to criticize them my brother my sister listening to me we need to rise up as christians and take up our crosses and follow jesus many people around you in your environment in your areas in your your neighbors they are looking up to you they want you to come to them and tell them about Jesus. You see, and these are the last words of Jesus. And the last words of every man is very important. The last words of Jesus said, Go, go, go. Without going into details at our next episode. You see, the last words of every man is very, very important. We cannot, we cannot joke with it. If one day, God calls me, and before he calls me, I open up my mouth to say certain things. Everybody is going to re respect what I say before I close my eyes and go to meet my maker. Everybody will respect it, because these are my last words. And will pay attention, they will respect it. Let us respect the last words of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Jesus told uh, Peter, do you love me? He said, yes, of course. He asked him again, do you love me? He said, yes, of course. And asked him for the third time, do you love me? And he said, yes. Peter even got angry. And he said, if you love me, feed my sheep. I'm telling somebody listening to me now. If you claim you love Jesus, preach to somebody. If you claim you love Jesus, rise up from your comfort zone. Enter into the streets. Look for the source. Preach to them. Become a savior of men. Become a deliverer. Become a deliverer. Look at the way Ukraine and Russia world is going. Many people. Hey, I was surprised, my brother. How people are ready to go and die. As they greet Rabbi to their families. If they are saying two things to their family. I am ready to die for my nation. As I am going, I am not sure I will come back again. If I come back, it's a blessing. If I don't come back, that's it. I have died for my nation. Why can't you die for somebody preaching? Why can't you get up and go and preach? Somebody is ready to face the bullet and die for his nation. Which many of what is going on is foolishness. The world that is going on that will never bring anything good. It's only bringing destruction. You have the good news. We have the good news. Let's rise up and go and become saviors of men. Many people are perishing in your environment. Rise up, become the light, become the savior, become the deliverer in your community. And God will change your life. God will bring you back blessing. One day as I close, Bishop Oedipo spoke to a couple who were for about seven, six years or something like that, they've been married so many years, I think so, no children. Not, not a child. And they came to him and he told them, forget about having a child. Go and preach the gospel. 
how many pastors will be able to give such a revelation or such an advice. But you can, many pastors will give, rather go and fast for seven days and all that. But God spoke to him, he said, tell them to go and preach the gospel. The couple obeyed and they went out there, preached the gospel. They forgot about everything, about giving birth and having a child, preach the gospel, continue faithfully, unknown to them one day, God blessed them. The woman became pregnant and God blessed them with a busy, bouncing baby boy. You do the things that God loves, which is the major thing to do, the heartbeat of God is to see the souls that he sent his son to come and die for being saved, getting to know about his son. And through that, many, many, many blessings will flow into your life. So God bless you. As I'm closing, I want to encourage you once again. Rise up, my brother. Rise up, my sister. You have the good news. Don't keep it yourself. Go and spread it out. Tell people about Jesus. Let people know the story about Jesus. It is a good news. Many lives are perishing. God needs you to become a savior of man. A man, woman, girl out there. Rise up to become a deliverer and a savior. And God will richly bless you. Amen. Amen. Wow. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for your message that has come to us very shortly. But you don't need a long message to change and to touch lives. As your word has gone forth, Lord, every single person that will come into contact with these words of yours, may the hearts of the person burn with the burning desire to see men saved. May we have a burning desire to see men saved. May our eyes, the heart of our hearts, be open to see how many people are perishing. And may you give us a burning desire for souls. May you, our love for you not only be to the things that you are giving to us, but may our heart, your heartbeat be our heartbeat from today. In the name of Jesus, Holy Spirit, let these words become alive to everybody that listens to it. And through it, let many, many, many people become deliverers and saviors of men. In the mighty name of Jesus. And to you out there, maybe you came into contact with this message, but you are not born again. You have no you don't know Jesus. I want to let you know that Jesus technical challenge right there but Reverend will be back with us um shortly hello okay Reverend's back Reverend, please yes. yes so I was praying for uh those who don't know Jesus you have never heard about Jesus I want you to know that Jesus the savior of the world is the one that came into the world to come and die for your sins and he said that anyone that believes in his name will be saved I don't want you to go to hell because there is heaven and there is hell. Hell is full of fire where sinners will go and perish with Satan. But this moment, God is giving you another opportunity to receive his son, Jesus, who loves you to give you a better life and transform you and forgive you all your sins. He's the savior of the world. You want to give your life to Jesus? 
You want to receive him as your Lord and personal Savior to come and guide you, to come and help you, to come and protect you and provide for you. And one day you'll be with him in heaven. You want to say, Pastor, pray for me. I want to receive Jesus. I don't want to die and go to hell. I want to go to heaven. You want to say, Pastor, pray for me wherever you are. It is a personal decision. Don't look at your neighbor. Don't look at your, your friends. Take this bold decision. You are a drunkard, you are listening to me. You are a prostitute, you are listening to me. You, you are a bad person, you are not saved. But today, salvation has come to your door. Open your heart of your door and receive Jesus this morning. Receive him and your life will never be the same again. Say this prayer after me. Believe it in your heart and your life will never be the same again. Say, dear Lord Jesus, I thank you for this moment. I thank you for sending your son Jesus to come and die on the Calvary cross for my sins. I pray this moment that wash me with the precious blood of Jesus. Cleanse me totally from all my sins. I'm a sinner. I have come to you this moment. Forgive me. Wash me. Cleanse me. And write my name in the book of life. From today, I am yours. And you are mine. Satan, I don't belong to you anymore. I have found a new master. And his name is Jesus. I will follow him. I will save him the rest of my life. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Release your Holy Spirit into my life from today. Thank you, Father, for your blessing, for salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you all. From today you are saved. Find a Bible-believing church around and attend. And it will help you grow in your spiritual journey as you have started. God bless you. Love you. See you once again. Amen. Wow, I told you we're receiving good news from a far country. Wow, what a blessing. This is what time will allow us to bring today's episode to an end. Uh, Reverend Louise, we are grateful. Uh, God bless you so much uh, for being a blessing unto us and all our listeners uh, today. Uh, we can't wait for the rest of this uh, series, Make Yourselves Saviors of Men. I think it's a message we need to hear and hear and hear again. So God bless you so much. It's, a, it's, it's been a great blessing. And before we go, those who uh, prayed uh, uh, with you and those who have given their lives to Jesus for the first time, um, you can reach us. Um, you can send an email at lacrace at gmail.com. Uh, you can find us on Facebook. You can find Reverend Louise uh, with any questions, requests for prayers, whatever you need, and uh, we will uh, respond to you. If you need help finding a church too, uh, we will recommend uh, a UD church near you. Uh, you can go to darkhewardmills.org, darkhewardmills.org, and you'll find a church um, to attend. We are not even preaching church to you. We are preaching Christ, but we encourage you to find a Bible-believing church uh, to attend. So until we come your way again another day, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you. May the Lord lift up his countenance and give you peace. God bless you. We'll see you soon. Bye now. <laughs>